0: If you love to eat as much as we do here on the Kevin and Taylor Show, you're going to love hearing the latest in the world of food. First, if you need something cool and refreshing this summer, McDonald's unveiled the new frozen Hawaiian punch drink. It's kind of like a slushy. Second, if you want to take a night off from cooking, Subway is doing buy one foot long, get one free through May 12th. The only catch, you have to order online or use the app and use the promo code FLBOGO. For foot long. Flabogo. Flabogo. Can we have flabogo for dinner tonight? (laughs) And finally, in the world of food, ever peek into other people's grocery carts to see what they're buying? I totally do that. Um, Well, they came up with a list of the grocery items that have gained a cult following. And they are mandarin orange chicken from Trader Joe's. Hmm. Kirkwood chicken breast fillets from Costco's. Devotees say they are identical to Chick-fil-A. Live free gluten free pancake mix from Aldi. And finally, grocery items that have a cult following, great value donut shop shop coffee from Walmart. Mm. You can get it in the Keurig pods. Okay.
1: Have you ever, since you mentioned Costco, you go through mm-hmm. there and they're doing the sampling and stuff and mm-hmm. you try a sample. Mm-hmm. You maybe go like, hmm, that was really good. Can I have another? And you have like maybe two samples. Do you then feel... Ob- <laughs> I've never asked for two samples. Oh, I totally have.
0: I've thought they about going back through hoping they didn't remember me, but I haven't even done that either. Why do they
1: care? They don't care. <laughs> they're they're there till like till their shift is done anyway, and they gotta keep making the whatever they are. The Pop Tarts uh, or the whatever. So yeah, ask for another one. Can I, can I get another I've one of never these? done that. I'm a little on the fence. Can I get another one?
0: <laughs> My palate wasn't clear from the You're last right, thing that's I, tasted. I was going. Where
1: I was going was if you do that, if you try the sample, do you feel obligated to purchase? No, because they always go like, oh, and they're right around the corner in the freezer there. I'll go. Oh, great. I'm not going down there. Bye. (laughs) No, because I know they.
0: you can tell they work for an independent company, not that particular products company. Mm -hmm. So it lessens the pressure.
1: Yeah. You feel, oh, you feel like they have no emotional investment, in whether you buy or not.
0: There's some that do; that seem like they do. Well, things. I think some people they seem just, like their feelings are genuine. Yeah, some people hurt. are
1: natural salespeople too. Yes, and to them, it's the thrill of the hunt, like yeah, trying like, trying to get. I got you to, another one. Yeah, trying to get you to buy. They're they're just like on it. Ooh, yeah. they're really good. Oh, you buy these? Great. I got them at home. I just I got those little hungries but at like eight p.m. I pop them in a toaster oven.
0: Because I view Costco like a lunch buffet, I'm usually <laughs> tasting things that I would not want in the house. Otherwise i would eat
1: right. all of them taylor's the only person when you go through and show your card she goes is the buffet open
0: <laughs> <laughs> i'm totally gonna start doing is that.
1: the buffet open sampling sampling today because if not i'm not gonna go to the back of the store <laughs> taylor because you always keep us up to date on what's the latest in the world of food i've got a world of food item for you okay. tell me if you think this sounds good or okay. we'll talk about Can't it next wait. Okay, so this is legit. I looked it up. There is a new yogurt out, Taylor. You can put this in your World of Food file. New yogurt. It's flavored like a McDonald's Big Mac.
0: Ew. <laughs> ah, I can't even picture savory yogurt in any form. I know, uh, no,
1: right? I was just like, no, Ooh. if I want a Big Mac... I'll go get a yes. Big Mac. I don't need it to be like yogurt flavored <laughs> Big Mac. And I wonder what color is it? Did they go like color of the special sauce? Or did probably. they put a Big Mac in a blender and whatever color? It probably know?
0: looks like Thousand Island, like yeah, the dressing. Right.
1: Ma- oh, maybe you're onto something. Maybe that's all they did was they pre repackaged a yogurt-based Thousand Island dressing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Kev, you love a good bargain, and you also love to shop more than any man I've ever met in my life. Okay. So, see if you would shop here. Okay. Okay, so I don't know if you know this about Kevin Avery, but he loves to shop more than any man that I've ever met. He loves a good bargain. (laughs) He loves to say, uh, you can't just say, hey, oh, Kev, did you get a new sweater that looks really good? Yes, and I bought it in the summer. (laughs) <laughs> rack. Has, it says it just like that so what I want to know from you Kev yeah. is would you shop here There, this is a real place and you can do it online okay. it's unclaimedbaggage.com and mm-hmm. yes you can buy stuff that people lost they lost their luggage and then they never found it or claimed it and you can buy their stuff. Do you
1: think you would shop? Oh, there? I totally would. Yeah? Oh, yeah, that's uh, like a classy Goodwill. <laughs> <laughs> but it makes me kind of sad that it's the, like, what if it's something they really miss? No, it's the island of misfit clothes. <laughs> <laughs> stuff that doesn't have a home anymore, and you get to give it a good home. Absolutely, I'm in.
0: So we're talking about would you shop at unclaimedbaggage.com? Would you? Buy stuff that people lost and yeah. have missed.
1: Get a set of skis or something like oh, that. Oh, <laughs> you wouldn't believe what's on here. There
0: are rings, like beautiful gemstone uh-huh, rings. Uh-huh. Somebody lost their mom ring. It says mom and it has a little birthstone <laughs> in it. There's wool scarves. There's Star Wars memorabilia. Cav, I think there's a couple of watches and a couple of pairs of sunglasses you'd be hey, interested there we in. Go. There's hats. I mean, it it is unbelievable what you can get. At unclaimed package. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Just how much time do you spend in your car anyway? For parents of school age kids, you spend so much time in your vehicle that 73% of you consider your car to be an extension of your home. Mm-hmm. Moms and dads say making memories, spending time with family, and sharing meals together gives their car a homey feel. Almost two-thirds of parents spend at least 30 minutes. Driving every day with twelve percent spending uh, more than three hours a day behind the wheel just for your kids.
1: Do you count sitting in carpool line as driving?
0: Yes, <laughs> because that I think you do is
1: where a lot uh, of people spend a lot of time. Yeah, just sitting, 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 sitting. It was fine. My wife, she, she was never really the sit in the carpool line mom. It was a the bus. There's a bus that comes right by our house. Why? What I do that. I guess cuz she was a stay at home mom, she had tons of time with them anyway. Whereas a lot of, if you're a working mom, that can be your you know time spent with your kids every day.
0: Coming up a guy who literally came out of nowhere to save a baby's life. Hey, this is your guaranteed to put you in a good mood story of the day. Good a guy literally came out of nowhere to save a baby's life. So here's what was going on. A great aunt was in California taking care of her little nephew and they were at a car wash. When all of a sudden, a gust of desert wind caused the baby stroller to start rolling toward a busy highway. And this highway had a speed limit of 40 miles an hour. Auntie tried to grab the stroller, fell face first onto the hard pavement, and she struggled to try to get up, Hmm. but couldn't. And watched the nightmare play out. Well, Ron was waiting outside the car wash when he saw what was going on, and he ran over and rescued the baby just in time. He pushed the stroller back to Auntie, gave her a big hug. You see, Ron became homeless after the heartbreak of losing his girlfriend and had just finished a job interview just at the spot where he's trying to get his life back together when he became a hero. And the whole thing was caught on car wash surveillance video. It is wild to watch. So glad glad. he was there.
1: Yeah, me too. So with Mother's Day coming up, let's hear from the moms that are listening. If you could whisper in the ear of you when you were pregnant with your first, what would you tell you that you've learned along the way about being a mom? Advice you would give, you know, to your younger self? Pregnant you, what would you tell you? Mary, it's Kevin and Taylor. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. We're talking about um, what would you tell... (laughs) Your younger self, when you were pregnant the first time, about being a mom, what would you whisper in your ear, hey, this is coming up and you have no idea?
0: You are about to become your mother.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> would you have believed you?
0: <laughs> I would have been like, you do a couple of things like her, but nah, man. <laughs>
1: the, Isn't that the, the truth? The is real. And, and when it you're really in that is. phase, too, of like pregnant with the first one, ever, Oh, our child is going to eat only organic. We're going to play classical music 24-7, so they're like super, super smart. And you don't do any of that.
0: <laughs> oh no, no, no! Limit on screen time. They right. eat what they're, what's available.
1: What right. they will eat. Six months just later, it's, it. it's Looney Tunes in the drive-through, <laughs> and you just appreciate the moment. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hey, Colleen, so what would you tell your pregnant self about motherhood? What would you warn yourself
1: about? Don't take it personal. <laughs> <laughs> it's just business. <laughs> it
0: isn't, because I have a 13-year-old, and yeah, I-, I have to think, okay, remind myself. Her brain is not fully
1: developed yet. Right. <laughs> oh, my her- gosh. You know, you you are reminding me of a lady in church this past weekend. Uh, she sat, they came in a little bit late, and you could tell they were, like, flustered and hurried. And she sat between her two daughters. I don't know if the daughters were fighting with each other, if she was fighting with them, but she had them clearly separated. And it took a minute for them to like settle into worship time. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, yeah so I was, i to be honest, I was personal. praying for her hard. I was like, oh, hang in there, mom. You'll get through this. For sure. Give them grace, just grace, grace. That's mm. it.
0: What's your number one source of worry as a mom? According to the annual State of Motherhood report that just came out, mental health concerns have surpassed finances as mother's top source of worry. Close to 80% of moms admit to sacrificing sleep to take care of their families. 80% of moms have had to turn down social invitations due to parenting responsibilities. And it's just such a great reminder to do what you can to love and support the moms in your life all year round. But to especially honor mom this Mother's Day because she does so much for her family.
1: Hmm. It's funny to replace financial worries. What was it? Mental the health. Mental health is replaced financial worries, but the financial worries are what's driving the mental health thing. <laughs> they Probably go, they go hand in what hand. Came first, right? <laughs> yeah. Life is hard, and everybody could use a good laugh. So I've got some dad jokes coming up for you next. All right, Taylor, you ready to laugh? Got yes. some good dad jokes for all you right. here. Uh, so, my friend Obi and I were playing a game of Star Wars trivia. Okay. Obi won.
0: Oh, oh my goodness! Wow, <laughs> that is a groaner. <laughs>
1: you hear about the woman who had all of her credit cards stolen.
0: No, I, ha- I haven't heard about her.
1: Yeah, yeah, she never told her husband because the criminals were spending less than she did. <laughs> <laughs> all right, one more, one more. Guy takes okay. his goldfish to the veterinarian and he goes doc my goldfish keeps keeps having seizures and the vet looks at him and goes he looks calm enough to me and he goes well i haven't even taken him out of the bowl yet <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> that's so
0: bad poor mr goldfish
1: <laughs> so in life it's the little things that really mean a lot like a simple thank you let's talk about that next So uh, the power of a simple thank you. Boy, that can go a long way, right? Taylor, you've been writing thank you notes here from the Kevin and Taylor show for over 20 years. Mm -hmm. And and people will bring them up to you and show them to you and be like, oh, my gosh, you sent this thank you note. I've had it on my fridge for forever. Uh, Very similar to what's going on in my house right now. One of my daughters uh, is going through a lot with uh, her vehicle right now. And we've been trying to help her every step of the way. We've been very involved. It's like she lives in another city. Her car had trouble here. She left it here. We've been trying to get it fixed for her. She borrowed Tracy's car. We've had to drive to this other city to pick Tracy's car back up. It's been a lot. And when we made the car switch uh, the other day, she gave us uh, a note and it said, Dear Mom and Dad, thank you for everything you guys have done for me and the never ending car nightmare. I know it has not been easy for one second and I appreciate you have my back. I'm so lucky to have a support system behind me like I do. Every step of the way you've been there. I love you, Amber.
0: Oh, that is oh my awesome. Gosh. Made my wow. day. I mean that's
1: like that's a keeper. Uh-huh. That that goes in the little box <laughs> that Tracy keeps in her closet of stuff that she's going to keep yes. forever because it really does mean a lot because I'll be honest as we we're going through it like driving Driving to make the car switch the other day, we're driving out to her city. It's a two-lane highway each way, and the way headed there was great, but on the opposite side, there was construction, and it was a backup for miles and miles and miles, and I was like, we're going to be sitting in that the whole way back, (laughs) and we were, so it's not easy, but when someone does express gratitude, so I, I just want that to be encouragement to you today, rediscover the lost art of the handwritten thank you note, not a text, not an email, handwritten thank you note it means so much to the person that receives it it makes it it makes you feel like oh it is recognized they they understand that this has been a bit of a sacrifice on our end to help out we're talking about the power of a a handwritten note or a card and um, think about well think about god's word if they'd have had iphones back then would we just have a collection of texts
0: from god maybe the disciples might have just put it in their notes section
1: from from peter's first text to the corinthians you You never know is that what we would have just a group of of 150 characters or less a bunch of tweets about jesus (laughs) i don't know i don't know but there is something about the handwritten note and the handwritten letter i mean i've watched you you send cards to people all the time
0: yeah yeah, it's just, I don't know. I just like it. I think it's fun. Um, I th- I know it's fun to get them, so I love to give them. And you mm-hmm. know what I was thinking about? the The best thank you note ever is what you do for your mom for Mother's Day. I mean, what she does for you all year long. And then there's one day where you truly do like a card, a handwritten mm-hmm. thank you, mom, for everything that you do for me. And a setting aside of like, don't let her cook or clean or do any work on big day on Mother's Day. Right. It's like a big thank yeah. you. Every mom. mom
1: knows that's the dream. <laughs> yeah. My sister
0: tried to volunteer to cook for Mother's Day. I'm like, no, 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 no. Because our mom is coming to town uh-huh. and we were doing meal planning. I just wasn't thinking. And somehow it timed out where she was going to cook on Mother. And then I went, wait, wait, no, nope. <laughs> you're not doing it. You're not. Co- I, Glenn and I are cooking for everybody on Mother's Day. You're not cooking breakfast. You're not cooking dinner. I got it. Yeah,
1: Every every mom that has like three and four year olds knows it's going to be breakfast in bed. They're going to completely destroy the kitchen. Dad's going to do the dad version of cleaning up, which means mom's going to have to go back behind it eventually and do it it right. Uh, (laughs)
0: Happy Mother's Day. (laughs) Yeah, my sister's like, I don't mind cooking. I never get a day off anyway. And I was like, exactly my point. I want Hmm. to give you a day off this year.
1: It's interesting when your kids hit a certain age where they can really start teaching you Some things. And my daughter Amber uh, taught my wife something the other day that I think was liberating for her. My wife has started uh, reading. She started reading a lot. She was never really a reader, um, which is interesting because she insisted that our kids become readers and they all are. Uh, And she's been getting book recommendations from people. And she was talking to Amber and she said, "Uh, I've been trying to make my way through this book and I'm on page like 200. And I'm just losing interest, and I've got like 200 pages to go, and I just, I'm I'm just like, okay, I'm going to finish it. And Amber said, "Mom, you're not required to finish that book if it's just not doing it for you." You gave it 200 pages. Yeah. She goes, "I give a book 100 pages, and if I'm not into it, I bail." She goes, "You're free to put that book down, donate it to Goodwill, move on." And she was like, "Oh my gosh, really? (laughs) Okay,
0: (laughs) that's so cute. Liberation." I think it's so cool that your wife has become a reader. That's been an aspiration of mine for years, as noted by all the books piled on my nightstand. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you something I'm doing right now to try to become a reader in just a minute. So I wish I was more of a reader. I've tried and tried over the years. I have an entire nightstand, all, both drawers, 100% full of books. <laughs> now they're stacking on the top of the nightstand. But my problem is staying awake. I just get so sleepy when oh, I read. Right, right. And so my latest trick, because I'm just trying to get in the habit, is a friend told me just about a good old novel. Just one of those novels where you can't resist turning the page. It's not a devotional book. It's not a biography. Just a good page turner. It's just one of those, like, what happens next? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I'm hoping it'll spark me into getting in the habit mm. and staying awake when I try to read Okay, so you know I talk about, like, this is a chip or a trick to get sleep. You know why I do that, Kev? Why? Because so many women I know can't sleep. (laughs) (laughs) So I've got a new one for you. I haven't heard this one before. I'll tell you about it in just a minute. So are you having a hard time getting a good night's sleep? I, thankfully, can sleep really well, but I think it's probably because, sadly, I'm not a mom. (laughs) So many women in my life, they cannot get a good night's (laughs) sleep. There's just too much going on in the brain. So you've heard me give all kinds of tips before, like, Dab a little lavender on, uh, take some magnesium for deeper dreams and deeper sleep. But this one, I never heard before, Kev. They say if you want to get a good night's sleep, you need to have a stark, bare, minimalistic bedroom. Apparently, Mm. if there's a bunch of stuff in there, it's almost like clutter for your brain. And like you just don't sleep as well. So it's better to have a very minimalistic, bare bones bedroom with just the bed and just what the pillows that you need, and that's it.
1: It is so funny you're talking about getting a good night's sleep because I did not get a good night's sleep last night. Uh, I've mentioned before that we have a Split King uh, mattress, and the area between the two mattresses, we call it the ditch. Uh And if you get stuck in the ditch, you're not going to sleep well. Um, I had the dogs crowd in on the outside of the bed, (laughs) which they normally don't do, so I moved over to accommodate them. And I was in the ditch. You landed in the ditch. And I could not sleep. You just kind of get stuck in there.
0: (laughs) And you just can't get comfortable.
1: You can't get comfortable and you're too sleepy. You're like, oh, I'll be fine. I'll fall asleep. You convince yourself of that and you Uh, can't fall asleep. Oh, it's the worst. So yes, I got stuck in the ditch. Doomed
0: by the ditch.